Thank you for attending today. And if I, I could say that more than anything I've ever seen in preparation for today's webinar and in preparation uh, for our conversations today, the outpouring, the outreach from the franchise community has been amazing. Absolutely amazing. And so while we're going to talk about franchising today and how we're all going to get past this, which we are, and we have a framework, I do hope that everyone's safe. I hope your family members are are healthy and safe. And, and so we're going to start going through this. Um, what's ahead? Today, we're going to talk about a framework for recovery and growth. And this is franchise industry, our framework together as a community. Day two, tomorrow's webinar, we're going to talk more about tactics, implementation for this framework. And day three is going to be open community discussions. Um, and we're reserving time for next week. If you have any questions today, and there's been tremendous outreach, uh, please use the Q&A box. Um, we'll take down all those questions. We'll get to them hopefully today. And if not, that's going to become a part of uh, Friday's community conversation. Two, um, you'll get an invite, but please go to Facebook, join the Franchise Growth Mastermind community. It's our community together as we all work together um, past uh, coronavirus and all these other issues. Uh, following the webinar, check your email. You're gonna get access to a recording of this webinar and access to the Facebook community. Let's talk about what's ahead. So we've spent a lot of time speaking with franchise brands, speaking with suppliers, uh, Nick and I um, and the 1851 team, what we've done is we've isolated the best recommendations and best practices that have come up in our conversations in this very short period. And we believe the right framework for all of us to follow is a three-part framework. It's gonna depend on short-term actions, intermediate and long-term. And we're gonna talk about all of these short-term, intermediate, long-term. As we develop this, we're going to be developing together a framework for the recovery of the franchise industry. So if you're a supplier or a franchise brand, if you're involved, a franchisee, all of us, we're in it together. Um, and so we're gonna use this as our operating system. And while this is a fluid situation where things are changing by the minute, um, I know if we all plug it in together, we follow the same operating system, we all align our goals and help each other, um, we're gonna come out of this very well. Um, so this morning, this is what we're gonna be focused on. Uh, we're gonna be starting off, Nick is gonna go over where we see the state of the franchise community. It's really the state of the business community and small business. So we're gonna talk about that. Um, after Nick opens up about the state of the franchise community, we're gonna go into a brief regulatory update. Um, we'll go through actions by the SBA, <laughs> actions by the government, um, talk about that. And then we're going to go into the heart of our framework. So Nick, um, if you could just lead us, you know, as we go forward here. Yeah, thanks, Charles. So the, the baseline is this, uh, whatever we say on today's webinar uh, exists for this moment. Um, but what has been made clear uh, in the last, say, seven days uh, is that there is plenty of unknowns. Um, if we flash back uh, just a Saturday, uh, hundreds of thousands of people are hitting bars in celebration of St. Patty's Day. And now we flash forward just a few, few days later, 
uh, and San Francisco's on a lockdown uh, and things are changing um, in real time. So first thing first, uh, if you're watching this sometime in the future, understand that some of the information may have changed uh, by the time you're watching this. Um, I think it's important in, in any crisis, if we look at this from a crisis management standpoint, um, in any crisis, uh, every storm eventually runs out of rain, uh, and that's going to happen here uh, as well. So as hard as it is as leaders within the franchising world to think about what that means in the future, uh, it, it is time to think about this. This is going to still be a long-term play on how does this affect us when we get on the other side of it. So that's why as we go through today's framework, it's broken into three different categories. So that as we guide you through this, um, you, can, you can see that ultimately we're going to be looking at long term. Your job as a franchisor or as a franchise supplier, it doesn't matter what category you're in, we're all in business if we're sitting on this, on this call, uh, is to make sure we put scaffolding around those that are our stakeholders. So for a franchisor, uh, that's going to be your, your franchisees, uh, your team, um, and your customers. Um, and most likely that's going to be similar uh, if you are a franchise supplier as well. Put the scaffold around as uh, best you can. It's very, very challenging to build leadership uh, in a situation like this because of the unknowns. But that's exactly what people that are, that are out there uh, representing our brands are looking for. They're looking for a leader to step up and say, this is how we're going to handle it. And we're going to handle it with confidence. Now, the reality is, uh, the storm is just beginning. Um, our knowledge is that we're headed towards some sort of uh, lockdown, um, just like what has happened in San Francisco. This could very well spread uh, to many other communities. Our, to our best knowledge, this means some forms of business will stay open. Uh, to our knowledge, the restaurant industry, while crippled by this, uh, is just going to have the flexibility to deliver products. It's good time to focus on what can we do in the short term um, to win. Two is protecting cash flow for your franchisees and for you. And then three is planning for the recovery that comes out of it. Um, the reality is we're in, we're in brace for impact right now. Um, and it is, it is our job to best protect our businesses so that when we get to the other side of it, uh, we have a shot of winning. Let, let's jump into... So, so let's just go into a quick regulatory update of where we are together. Um, and again, situations changing very quickly. And so um, a lot of this is going to change. Um, the Congress passed the Supplemental Appropriations Act. The Supplemental Appropriations Act um, has been passed by Congress. Um, and what it does is provide 8.3 billion in emergency funding for the Small Business Administration. What I will tell you is this, uh, and we have tremendous links to it, the SBA is offering disaster recovery loans. These are low cost interest rate loans for small businesses affected by this, um, this outbreak. Now, what I will also say is I think it's inadequate at this point. We need much more legislation on the SBA front. So it's a good start, but as we face cash flow issues, uh, for sure, everyone should be reaching out to small business administration. Availability of funds depends on whether or not your governor um, has issued a declaration. So we'll give you the links to the SBA site. You could check your state, check availability of funds. 
Um, what you're probably also hearing a lot about, and I have to say the International Franchise Association is doing a great job, is the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. Um, that legislation has been passed by the House of Representatives. It is not law yet. It is still fluid and changing, but it's going to have a big impact. And I will tell you this, I don't think it's a good impact for franchisors, franchisees, or small businesses. It's designed to provide supplemental employment benefits to employees. We all care about our employees and we're all gonna fight hard to keep them employed, but imposing additional obligations on small businesses right now is not gonna help the circumstance. So I know the IFA is focusing on that legislation. The issue I have with it is it could be very detrimental. So let's keep a lookout for that. Um, and again, it hasn't been passed. On this deck that everyone will receive, there's great links to Small Business Administration. Please check it out. There's links to how employers should handle requests from employees about sickness, about advising on COVID issues, and about how to even apply for a disaster relief loan. And again, all things we'll be talking about more as we proceed forward. Again, now let's go into our operating system together today for our framework for recovering growth for the franchise industry. And right now, we don't know how long we're, we need to uh, face the short-term impact. So let's talk about short-term. The short-term could be four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks. Reality is, is that our nation is probably going into a shutdown completely within the next week or two. The operating system for short-term needs to be to brace for impact, right? Because um, we haven't seen the worst yet. And I wish to say that weren't the case. Two, naturally protect life. From a business pers uh, perspective, we need to implement defensive measures. Defensive measures for your people, your places, profits, and plans. And then from a legal perspective, we need to even consider suspension of legal obligations. So short term, this is the framework of issues as a community we need to start evaluating. Nick, take us through short term your thoughts. So I was just on a, a call with uh, CEOs as a part of the Vistage network. Um, and clearly, no matter what industry uh, you're in, there, there are concerns for the now. Uh, the bulk of the sentiment is how do we protect as much cash uh, to keep our business afloat uh, in the short term? So things that are being discussed are layoffs and furloughs. Uh, what does that mean legally? And that seems to be a state-by-state -state, uh, example. So one is how do I manage my business in the, in the near term or the short term? Um, and how long with the best estimate uh, is it going to take before we get to that next stage? Um, all we can do is look at the communities that have gone through this before. Uh, so you can look at China as an example. Um, and if you're looking at new cases of coronavirus and deaths in China, uh, they seem to have gone over the peak and are now uh, staging towards recovery. Uh, an indicator that we can look at is the Apple Store keeping those units open uh, when closing the rest of them uh, throughout the world. Um, so best case scenario, if you look at uh, China as an example, uh, we're talking about somewhere in a two to three month range. They're, they get hit in December through the end of uh, February. Um, we're talking about the end of February through uh, anywhere from two to three months past that. That, that, that seems to be a best case scenario. But um, clearly, uh, as this disease uh, has taught us, 
uh, or this virus has taught us, um, it is completely unknown. Um, therefore, uh, you need to plan for a stretch. Uh, Charles and I have had some discussions about uh, starting to look at uh, Q4 as the point of recovery. And if that's going to be the case, then now you're looking at what do you have to do for the next several months, uh, next two quarters uh, to protect your business. Obviously, above that uh, is the health standpoint of the health of your customers uh, and your employees. That's what the government is focused on right now, is how do we get risk here. Um, so, again, there's, there's a lot of unknowns. I think in the next 72 hours, we're going to have a little bit more clarity on what happens next, but it's going to be in these short spurts. Um, and, you know, you as a business, you need to be looking at a 24-hour uh, runway. Your people, uh, I, I already talked about this in my opening statement, um, but your franchisees are going to be out there scared. Uh, you and your employees are probably scared too. Uh, this is no time for heroes. Uh, this is no time uh, to go against the grain. This is, this is time to be smart with the way that you drive leadership throughout your organization. Um, you need to think about the places that your franchisees operate their businesses as well as yours. Uh, again, this is not a scenario where it's uh, Coke sales are up and Pepsi's are down. This is everybody being impacted by the same thing. Um, so know that uh, the same conversations that may be having uh, for royalty relief, um, for landlords, uh, these are happening throughout our franchise community. Um, and it's going to be our job uh, to pull as many of the best practices forward uh, because they are not established because not one of us in our lifetime have seen something uh, like this. Uh, the the profits, uh, there's going to be a new norm here. Uh, the new norm is going to be different than it was two weeks ago. Um, so we're going to have to understand uh, how much cash do we need to run day to day? How much is uh, left in the reserve? Um, and then our plans. What what do we do for recovery? How do we How do we get out of this? How do we start bucketing uh, things and actions into um, two or three categories uh, to create a plan around this. Um, but again, the, 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 two, the two statements I'll say in short term uh, is that uh, eventually there will be an end to the short term and we'll go to that next level. Um, and two is let's think about sustainability um, in the strongest um, landscape possible uh, to, to best support our franchisees and our businesses so that when we get out of this first stage, um, we, do, we do have a, even a chance at recovery. The, um, so, so, again, the biggest variable here for everyone, and, and we're getting some good chats here about Congress and whatnot. Um, I, I, I think everyone needs to prepare, at least by every indication what Nick is saying, um, we haven't seen the worst of this yet. And so what I'm seeing are phone calls, franchisee advisory councils, franchisors, franchisee businesses shutting down or losing access to funds, um, franchisees requesting deferral of franchise fees. Um, I know uh, there's an article today, Subway franchisees are requesting assistance from uh, Subway, the franchisor. Um, this short term is going to be definitely something we do need to brace for. Um, in terms of defensive measures for franchisors, I think our most critical asset that we need to look at and, and something on the intermediate is going to be 
protecting those franchisees. Um, and naturally, we're all going to face, and I, I think Nick said it well earlier, is we're all going to face a cash crunch. And so I think um, some, uh, some comments are coming in that Congress is evaluating franchise-specific relief um, and in stimulus packages. What, what gets me is that, you know, we're going to bail out uh, Wall Street and banks with billions and trillions of dollars. Uh, but small business is what's getting crushed right now. And so um, short term, there's a lot of variables. We don't know if this is four weeks, eight weeks, or 12 or more. Um, I think it's, it's safe to say we're going to, our economy and our businesses are going to shut down for that period. Nick, what we're also seeing too, and what I explained to clients is, no matter what our agreements say, and, and a big term today is now force majeure provisions, uh, which are basically provisions in almost every franchise agreement that deal with um, an inability to perform because of an act of God. Um, my only response there is that whether we can enforce our agreements or not, it's not practical at this point. Um, so I think every franchisor needs to be evaluating their COVID-19 policies regarding uh, employee practices, regarding franchisee abatements and deferrals. So that is part of the short-term bracing, no, Nick? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think, uh, I mean, my, my understanding is uh, in, in a world of unknowns, and again, we're, we're getting hit with a triple threat here of health, financial, and panic, um, that we don't know what best practices are on the other side of this. Um, in Chicago, which is where we're based, uh, there was uh, an article that hit the Chicago Tribune another day um, that talked about the danger of laying off uh, your employees uh, at a restaurant that, uh, according to the article, uh, it required a 60-day notice of a layoff. Therefore, the legal implications that could happen post uh, when we get past this level um, could be significant back to uh, a larger restaurant brand uh, that that case had over 100, 100 uh, employees at the time. So the, the law uh, is different based on market to market, which makes this even more complex for the advice that you can give to franchisees. Uh, there are other uh, guardrails like joint employer that makes this a little bit more challenging um, that we're going to be learning real time best practices uh, to try to set people up uh, for the greatest shot of success. But uh, what came out of the CEO call that I was on before this uh, was simply this, uh, do, do what you think is best. And, and, and then we're going to have to deal with it afterwards because ultimately small business is getting uh, gut punched uh, in a big way by this. Um, and you're going to have to be confident with the decisions that you make um, and, and move forward. Um, and th therefore, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know that we understand how the law is going to work in, in each, of, uh, each of these scenarios. So, so I, I'm, Nick, I'm just looking at some Q&A, right? Um, can you receive the decks? Absolutely. So everyone on the webinar, you're going to get the video. I'm not sure if we're having a little video trouble right now with my feed, but you're going to get the full video. You're going to get the decks. Um, and please join that Facebook community because we're going to be sharing a lot more together. Um, other Q&A, wouldn't we recover much quicker than China since we wouldn't have access to vaccines sooner? Again, this is, 
I would wish any of us knew the answers to the medical questions and we don't. But I think what Nick is saying is correct. A positive note is Apple stores in China are open. So we do know there's a light at the end of the tunnel. What we don't want and what we need to be cautious about is a Italy situation uh, where that country is still facing an escalating outbreak and they're in lockdown. I, you know, I think by all accounts, uh, no matter what, as we evaluate this short term, the short term needs to be focused on the next three months at a minimum. And we do need these defensive measures in place because no matter how quickly this resolves, um, it's going to take time to reboot the economy. This week, we're sort of gradually going into lockdown and shutdown. Probably not gonna happen fully until the end of this week. And that's when that three month clock is going to start because it's all about that cash flow, those franchisees, your systems. Um, uh, you know, Nick, and it, some other questions, are franchise sales leads interaction has stopped? How are franchisors addressing this? Are they giving prospects space or are they continuing their standard sales processes? I mean, I'll throw this to Nick. Um, I don't think, I think we all need to recognize as a community right here, right now, no matter when we come out of this or whatever happens, this is a paradigm shift. Um, everything changes from this point forward. Uh, a shakeout is happening, but I promise you once we get through it, the good franchisors, the good franchise brokers, the good franchise suppliers, the good franchisees are gonna succeed and do well. It's what we're gonna create out of this, but there is a shakeout. I mean, I'll throw it to Nick, but I would assume that everything about your sales process, your franchisee support process should absolutely change. And, and even think about you know franchisees that have development agreements um, you need to be speaking with legal counsel about suspending the development obligations or development timetables. Nick, just from a fr short term now, we're in the short term segment. What do you think about uh, franchise sales and prospects? Yeah, so, so a few comments. Um, one, with, with franchise sales, uh, franchising should work uh, opposite of the traditional economy. Uh, meaning when things go down, franchise development spending should go up. The reason being is when, when it's shaky for the middle manager that has a little bit of money saved up, uh, they come out of the woodwork and they buy franchises. This is where if we look back into 2008 and nine, the brands that took off and had significant growth were the ones that, that doubled down on their spending to create awareness of their, their strong opportunities. They still needed to have a decent product uh, thought leadership and vision, uh, profitability uh, against the cost to get in, uh, validation and the ability to grow in the markets that they wanted to grow in. Um, but the brands that double down end up winning. We're not at double down stage yet. We're in, we're in like the, the pause and wait and see stage. Um, what I've heard, uh, I've talked with several franchisors this morning, uh, one uh, has had really strong growth um, they're, they're still projecting growth. They're, they're, in, uh, they're in a more of an infancy emerging category uh, that they're not cash strapped. They came into franchising the right way. Uh, they're expecting growth. However, some prospects that were towards the finish line, they had a discovery day last week uh, with several groups uh, and they said, you know what, we're going we're gonna to pause for a moment. We're not saying no, we just need to pause for a moment. So some buyers will take a breath. 
some buyers, um, the argument would be they're going to be at home uh, and they're going to be panicked about their financial situation that now might be the time that they start looking around the web. Uh, certainly a possibility, um, but my belief as we get into the intermediate area, that's, that's typically where that's going to um, come through. Um, so, one, uh, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't have the answer. I wish I did. Um, I have to look at my business the same way as everybody else on, on this uh, webinar is, is thinking about theirs, uh, short-term protection uh, for long-term stability, um, just like everybody else. Um, long-term stability for a franchise brand is eventually getting to that growth stage. And in a time where 80 million jobs are at high to moderate risk, uh, there will be franchise buyers that come out of this scenario at the end of it. Uh, the timing of pushing down the pedal um, is a little bit unknown. Um, and if you have, you have the funds to keep pushing out messaging when everybody else is going to scale back, there, there is a gap. Um, I'm not suggesting that it's automatically going to make you win, uh, but there is a gap because what we've seen prior to uh, coronavirus is that the buyers were taking six months or longer before they made the decision that they were now ready to move forward and inquire on a franchise site. So with that knowledge in place, the short term, some of the stuff that you're doing right now, not, not just from spending dollars on franchise recruitment, but also the way that you're stepping up as a leader in your organization will pay off as we get into the, into the long-term stage. Yeah, I, so, and, and I, I appreciate everyone who's uh, commenting uh, for whatever reason, although we tested this out over an hour, um, my video is not showing on this live feed. But um, l let me just go into another point. Again, we're at the short-term point. So if this is a four-month time horizon, then I, you know, which we don't know, then of course, maybe pull back on lead gen. Um, if it's three months, it's a different story. Right now, I think most franchisors are concerned about their cash flow. I know our clients are, and they're concerned about supporting franchisees. Um, so short term, our mode of operation, everyone's mode of operation, I think, is brace for impact. And that may be to conserve cash and resources right now, at least until we get a little more visibility. On the other end of the spectrum, it's now a great time to reevaluate everything that was wrong with your lead gen and your marketing. And from my perspective, um, use it as a reset. Defensive measures, right? What are, you know, what are the policies for franchisees? Are there alternative methods for service delivery, whether it's a restaurant or online um, platforms, um, franchisee locations? What's the relationship with landlords? And are we requesting, uh, rent abatements or rent deferrals, profits, right? What, start isolating your numbers now uh, as we go through this uh, situation to really contain what our item 19 is gonna look like in 2021 and isolate when this downturn happened. But most of all the business planning, what is your one year plan? What is your two, three, five year plan? And, and where's the adjustments? To summarize too, on the legal obligations, your franchisees are going to start reaching about a force majeure provisions. 
start speaking with your teams. Frankly, you shouldn't be in a situation where people are claiming defaults right now. It should be an open dialogue with franchisees and win-win scenarios. Um, suppliers will be invoking these provisions also. So now maybe it's modifications to operations manuals to open up supply chain for businesses that are still open. Um, I think those are the short-term issues we all need to be addressing. The big variables, how long, whether or not Congress and the federal government steps up for small business, because right now they haven't. And thank God for the IFA and other organizations that are really reaching out. Um, you know, Nick, I think short-term, at least right now, and again, I don't like to say this, but it looks like everything's shutting down. Should people be spending? I know I'm on Facebook, I'm getting hit with ads. I forget what brand it was today, but is now the time to be hitting those ads? Or at least not the same ads and copy that existed two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'll say I'm, I'm torn on this subject. I mean, obviously our, our business is built around helping uh, franchises grow. Um, but in my opinion, franchises don't grow without franchisees uh, and franchisees validating. Um, so I don't, I don't know that we, we overly focus on the messaging of growth um, in this moment. Um, I, I feel, I feel like uh, this, this is the, this is the time where we, we talk about how we're supporting our customers and how we're supporting our franchisees and let, let that content go first. Um, and, and secondly, that will, that will help uh, grow a franchise. Nick, I, you know, there's good comments that are coming in, right? And I think uh, Red Boswell at IFPG, which I think, you know, I've read, you know, the, the comment makes, so he quote, everything is shutting down, uh, question mark, kind of extreme, Charles. And, and I, I think, Red, that's a valid pushback, right? Um, I, I think short term, part of the strategy for bracing for impact requires that assumption. I don't like it. Um, you know, my, our staff is working full time from home. I, I, I think we have to plan for the worst and hope for the best. And maybe I am being a little extreme on that point but I am getting calls nonstop and cash flow is starting to slow up in most industries, right? Restaurant brands, uh, someone else, we have a question, you know, a point um, read, and I, I would say this is a, a counterpoint here. Um, what are you hearing from franchisors and franchisees who are in personal service industries, spas, massages, physical, that involve physical contact? Shouldn't they close regardless? Um, I, I do think everything is going to shut down, at least from an economic standpoint, for 90% of the franchise businesses out there, whether their doors are open or not, at least for a two to four week period. And Nick, I mean- I mean, all we can, all, all we can look at is what's happening in San Francisco, uh, what has happened in Italy, what happened in China, um, and the uncertainty that we're obviously seeing from uh, government leaders uh, not knowing what happens tomorrow. Uh, I think a lot of, there's so many unknowns. Um, and I think uh, the bulk of human beings um, in our country, um, or maybe, maybe not the bulk, but, but enough, uh, aren't taking this as seriously as it needs to. And that's what's creating some panic by the government folks. I mean, uh, Illinois governor, uh, his forced uh, 
shutdown of dine-in guests at restaurants uh, was because he was frustrated of how many people went out on Saturday. Uh, this this is panic. Uh, best practices tend to get thrown out the window uh, when panic goes through. So I, I, none of us are going to be able to pre predict what happens next. Um, I still think the, the, the best possible scenario is to really think about this moment and how can we best impact today for the next 24 hours? Um, because we've never gone through this before. There's no blueprint how we're going to get through this. Um, there, there isn't one. There, there's nothing that exists. Well, Nick, I, and again, I'm, again, and everyone, the Q&A is amazing. Um, I'm getting pushback. I, I think from, for good reason, another comment, everything is not shutting down, nor should it. The less you shut down the economy, the better off we'll all be. I, I, I agree with all those sentiments. Um, all I know is that, so we're in Red Bank, New Jersey, and I know every restaurant in Red Bank, New Jersey, based on local ordinance, starting today um, can't open unless only just for takeout. Um, so I'm hopeful that not everything shuts down and I'm hopeful and believe we're all gonna pull through this. But I think we also short term, and again, it may be a week, it may be longer. I think at least we need to brace for that impact. Um, I don't want it, I'm worried about it. Um, but I, I, I do feel like good planning requires that we, um, at least evaluate that at this stage. Yeah, that's it. I think just evaluating what the options are should things turn uh, will best set up people, uh, both franchisees, franchisors, and, and, and suppliers uh, to have the, the most optimal outcome uh, from this. But there's, there's, there's too many unknowns. We don't, we don't know what happens in the next 24 hours. Well, and, and so I'll say this, and we do need to, um, we do need focus on SBA lending and availability of capital. Um, I'm just going to read, Nick, if it's okay, just for some chats. Um, so, you know, so, and, I, and again, I've seen this, like Don Diskowski at IFPG, he's like, hey, we're still seeing people who are in transition considering buying a franchise. That's a great point. And I have to tell you internally, I've, I've received calls, you know, from brands that want to franchise this week. So again, you know, there's definitely a different perspective. Uh, you know, Red Boswell signed up two new franchisors this morning. All good points. Um, you know, uh, Paul Segredo, if we prepare for the worst, we'll be better prepared for the interim. I agree with that. And Paul's saying, capitalize now, look at possibilities, turn them into opportunities, which is really the point of all of this. And, and, and really the takeaway today, because together we're, we are going to uh, rise above this. He said, and Paul says, brands that do so uh, will exit these challenging times in much better shape than ever. And I agree. Um, Bad analogy, but it's, it's sort of like after a fire in a forest, there's that regrowth. You get rid of the brush. I do think franchises is going to be stronger as we go through this. Um, another comment, Kentucky restaurants and bars are shut for dine-in. Um, franchisors of enrichment services talking about online. Uh, you know, and another comment, there is not a roadmap to follow. We must all be calm. So let's get back to that theme, which I agree. Um, and again, I'm getting a ton of messages here. 
um, about lead conversions. Look, I, I think the good news is this, going into this, the franchise community and the economy was strong and healthy, which I think is a big plus. Um, we have this variable short term in this operating system, should be brace for impact, whatever that means, okay? Whether it's four weeks, two weeks, and whatever the impact is. For example, I've said things will shut down. Maybe that is too much. And maybe, uh, you know, these comments are correct, but we do need to prepare for that with defensive measures. Um, the, I'm just looking at more comments. Uh, it is unwise to ignore what is happening and pretend it will disappear. So guys, what I will say is this, there's uncertainty in the marketplace. This webinar and together in our community, we're just gonna navigate that together and that's what this is about. So please, if, if my opinion is things are shutting down, it doesn't mean they are. This is not about scaring things. I more than anything else want this to disappear tomorrow and get back to business as normal. But I also want to do is together have this dialogue. So we have this framework and this operating system. So short term, I think we all need to be talking about post call and, and as we go forward, bracing for impact, defensive measures, right? Your brand, your franchisees, modifying legal, legal obligations, um, questions about lead generation, right? So there's people out there saying that they're seeing great qualification of leads even as we speak today and yesterday. Um, and I have a, a, a comment here, Don from SMB, a few positives. We launched two new clients this week, three of them signed franchise agreements. People will need to eat and local suppliers, they have raw materials, will be able to keep the economy going. People working and agree uh, with whoever said don't panic, plan what you can and be ready to adapt. I think those are good points. Um, and Charles, Don, there's, there, there's, there's something that we need to watch though here. and I. I, I appreciate positivity. I, I, I hope for the best too. I, I hope that this somehow magically disappears. Um, all indicators point towards it's not going to, um, and we don't know what the other side of this. We have not hit the peak. I hope I hope that that is incorrect. Um, I'm just going to go on on what it seems what seems to be the case, um, and the wavering of confidence that seems to be happening from various uh, areas. If you take baseball as, as a theme, so Major League Baseball is now delaying the start of the season. It has not canceled the season. It is delayed. So in Chicago, around Wrigleyville, there are restaurants. Forget about whether they're franchise or not. But they go through the, the really, really rough time of winter so that when they hit April and baseball season starts, the cash flow starts coming in. Their hiring really gets jazzed up in February and March so that they can get the servers and the waitstaff trained that when the restaurant opens uh, for large business in April, again, the cash starts to come in. Now, in, in Chicago, uh, home games have uh, been disallowed uh, through April. Uh, that, that information may have changed. Okay, so now we're talking about a two-month delay on a business owner that needed that cash. Now, the hope is that they're going to be able to access their line of credit. But I can tell you line of credits are going to get wonky, too, as banks start to, to get a little bit worried, too. So let, let's pretend that the bank still gives them the line of credit. And let's pretend that that can hold them out for the next two months to keep their doors open. Uh, then uh, maybe recovery can start. But now we're looking at unknowns that could push that out even further. So now restaurant X closes or business X around Wrigleyville closes. 
Now after asking doing because people have been laid off, they're on, they're out of a job. Now people are looking for jobs. Now the good of that from a franchise standpoint is historically the more people that are looking for jobs ends up creating more franchisees. And we all know that franchisees create employees. So there is positive that swings on the other side of it, but we don't know how long it's going. I appreciate that, that franchisors are still selling units as of this morning or that brands are still coming on. I'm recommending be prepared that that might slow down for the next few weeks and make sure as a business that your cash flow is strong enough to, to carry you as long as possible so that you don't have to go through layoffs or you don't have to go through restructuring that business. The reality, though, is my advice is going to be mine. Uh, some people will agree with it. Some people will counter it. Um, and ultimately, what, what that means is, and, and, and I think this is what creates panic, is a divide in, in what is real. And right now, we're still living in fantasy world because today, uh, my children's schools are shut down and they've announced that it's for at least four weeks but they're bracing parents that this might be for the remainder of the year that can create a, a, a disaster for families that cannot pay for child care when people need to work so there are still like the dominoes have there's no there's no argument that the domino has now tilted on its side they have not fallen yet but this is a time to think about what if it does and if it does, we're prepared for it. And if it doesn't, we're even more prepared for it and we're stronger as an organization because we've thought through it, we've prepared properly, we're cash flow positive, and because franchising thrives when people's jobs are at risk, we have a shot as a brand to take off. So it's more about, it's not whether who's right or who's wrong in these scenarios and who's selling franchises today and who's not. This is about preparing for something that can be disastrous to not only our industry, not only small business, to, but to us as human beings. And I think we need to be sensitive to the fact that people are scared right now and there's no need or no sense in being a superhero in this moment. This is about being a smart at business and trying to act like a leader and start establishing groundwork for how we can create at least comfort in all these franchisees who invested their life savings into owning the brands that we represent. So, so Nick, I, look, let, let's, I'm, we're going to move to intermediate, you know, and again, the comments are amazing. So for example, on the flip side, we have comments of, uh, I think people are trying to be too positive, not considering the risks that could be. Um, and so, so, so let me say this, um, the point is to develop an operating system and a language for all of us to navigate this together. This is short term. We don't know the variable. Some will say two weeks, some will say uh, four months, right? Um, and again, people are saying, don't use the word panic. I understand that. And, and we're just, this is a conversation and we'll continue this. But short term, we do need to brace for impact. I will say this, when clients and franchisors do receive calls about deferring franchise fees, that's significant. But this isn't about panic. I promise this, and the point of this, this getting together in this <clears throat> webinar is, we're all gonna come through this together and better, right? So let's understand what we need to do short term. Let's push legislation in terms of the Small Business Administration funding. 
in terms of the legislation that Congress needs to pass, not giving people a $1,000 check in their house, but supporting the small businesses that employ everyone, the franchisees and the franchisors and the independent small businesses. Let's reevaluate our legal. Um, now, again, it's not all negative. And this impact, embracing for impact in the short term, I think Nick is correct, whether we like it or not, there has been an effect on the economy already. So there is now, maybe that's the extent of it and we're fine. Um, but let's talk about the intermediate period. We don't know. So if this goes four weeks, then intermediate is four weeks from now, right? When do we reach peak? When do um, infections start declining? Because at that point, that's when markets are gonna settle down. People feel like there's control. Right now, I, I, I think some of the points that are being made, which are correct, which is um, most of the harm is hap happening now out of fear and uncertainty more than the actual threat. But that fear and uncertainty is impacting consumer behaviors, the market um, and availability. So let's just do this. So now as we go into the intermediate, whether four, eight or 12 weeks from now, the focus should be, at least we believe, prepare for an offensive recovery, focus on leadership, focus on redefining your brand or invigorating your brand, uh, create buckets for success. Where are you succeeding? Where are you not? Uh, recognize opportunity for innovation. Again, there is a shakeout and oversupport franchisees both now and at that intermediate stage and Nick used the term about putting scaffolding around your franchisees. That is your most critical asset at this point for franchise brands. And of course, on the legal end, it's about implementing modified structures, legal structures, where you could better support franchisees. And if they are experiencing cash flow issues, delays in development, and other legal related issues, we need to have some flexibility. What, um, Nick, in terms of putting scaffolding, intermediate range, where should the focus be? Yeah, I think so, some of this is what uh, we should be doing now to prepare. We're, we're in short term, but we can be thinking about that next stage of what happens when we understand that we've hit the peak and we're taking at least the steps to recovery. Uh, this is the, the typical franchise J curve uh, private equity buys when we're on the downturn so that they can recover it and take it much higher and create more value for the investment that they made. The same thing happens here that if we're on a downturn, what we're trying to do is start playing offense so that when we hit the other side of this, we can, we can skyrocket back up. So there's several buckets that we need to think about uh, as we prepare for the offensive side of this. One is for the customer. Uh, so that we can build comfort uh, in their decision to come back to us. Um, we haven't done anything wrong. Everybody's on an equal playing field. It's not like you're going to have to do something superior during that time. Um, but you need to understand from a marketing standpoint, how are you going to market to your customer? Uh, franchisees will buy brands because they see confidence in the way that you're talking to your customer. So that, that actually will impact franchise sales. Uh, this time, no matter what, is going to help you bucket uh, as a franchisor, uh, your franchisees into two or three buckets, uh, validators or non-validators or high performers, mid performers, low performers. Uh, low performers are gonna struggle uh, in, in a downturn in the economy, uh, 
uh, their businesses are going to be at risk. Are you are you okay with that? And what's the offensive side to that? Uh, that comes in the form of resales, um, or you re- redeveloping a market. So there's some planning that goes into it. Um, it seems consistent that no matter what, in, in a world where we are starting to learn that our, our new real uh, is is working from home. Uh, there's going to be some opportunity to clear your brain. I heard from one restaurant brand that said, you know what, we're, we're okay with this because our restaurant development phase, it takes a long time. Uh, so uh, as an emerging brand, this is going to give us a little bit of time to step back and think and make sure that we're putting the right plans in place for what happens uh, after this. Um, so the brands that are starting to think about how do you redefine your message as you go back out to the to market? What does success look like? Uh, when we get through this, because whether it's one day or it's two years, uh, there will be another uh, there will be another side to this to this disaster that we're uh, that we're dealing with. Um, and I I believe that the brands so you look back at 2008, uh, the brands that said we're staying course um, are some of the brands that we idolize today. Uh, the brands that said we're cutting everything. Um, are the ones that, that still struggle. Uh, they may have got to the 100 unit mark and now they're at 80 units. Uh, they just they just struggle. They, they can never get over uh, that hump. The buyers will be out. Uh, they, are, they, they will be uh, shaken by what has happened to their financial portfolios and the stability of their job. Uh, that is an opportunity uh, that franchise brands that are smart uh, and think about this and can can sidestep uh, the fears that are going to happen from a cash flow standpoint and focus on what happens on the other side of this uh, could very well be the brands uh, that we end up saying um, are ones that we admire on the other side of uh, what we're about to go through. Hey, Nick, the um, guys and, and everyone on this webinar, this is you know, it, it is a community event. And, and so as I go through all the web chats and, and whatnot, um, the things that pop out to me are, and again, health and safety is paramount. I agree fear is going to be the worst issue here. I happen to think um, that we are going to face a, an issue at least for the next quarter. I 100%, the terms that pop out to me are being about being a good franchisor, a good fr- being a good franchisee, being a good franchise consultant, a good franchise broker. Um, I do believe, and, and again, in the intermediate, I 100% believe I can't wait. I think the IFE Expo is now in October. I can't wait to see everyone and shake their hands. I think Q4 is we're going to have an amazing bounce back. I happen to think that in many ways, um, it is time, God forbid, we never want it at a moment in life like this, but it is time for the many people in the industry to reinvent what they do, our standards for brands, our standards for franchising. And I do think that there's going to be tremendous success that comes out of this, especially as we go into Q4. Um, and so like the points we're emphasizing here is leadership, right? It's your internal team it's your franchisees, it's your supplier relationships, your brand. Now is a great time to take a step back and evaluate what your brand is and what, is it gonna, what does it mean for your current franchisees and future franchisees. 
one issue that comes up during conversations with our clients is, um, one thing I mentioned is that your future validation for onboarding franchisees is going to be determined by how you treat and protect your franchisees right now. The people that came into your franchise system, they did it for moments like this. Um, how you react, your proactive policies and measures is what's gonna be your validation come Q4 as we get completely beyond this. Um, and that gets to over supporting those franchisees, putting scaffolding around them, modifying legal relationships and obligations. And Nick, I wanna throw out some comments here. Um, yeah, like, again, this isn't, uh, again, if we play not to not lose instead to win, the best we can hope for is a tie. Agree, this is a time for innovation. This is a time for real change for franchise brands. Um, as we navigate through this, there's gonna be success and wins. Um, you know, again, the comments are, you know, it's funny because they're on both sides and, and we're all focused toward the same thing, which is success here. Um, what are your thoughts about a reduced or deferred? I'll just throw out some questions that are coming up about a reduced or deferred initial franchise fee to help people become franchisees. I, my, my only thought there initially is I'd first focus on my current franchisees and their needs. If your business isn't impacted by this right now, there should be no reduction. If your franchisees are based on service delivery or third party locations that are shut down, you may have to face franchise fee deferrals. Um, another comment, uh, what you said earlier is worth repeating, brace for impact uh, for employees, employers, unless you work for a very large company, there's a high likelihood uh, you'll be laid off. Uh, this person, now look, this isn't about panic. This is about planning and this is about cash flow and this is about getting to the other side of this, which hopefully will come very quick. Um, there's, uh, I mean, the comments keep coming in. Um, here's what, market collapse is always an opportunity to cement your personal relationships with clients or others. Sometimes it's just a matter of making a friendly call. Um, you know, it is about those personal relationships. Um, and then another comment, Dan just, uh, Dan Durney, that comment is gold. Validation about how these are supported during a difficult time. Again, this is where the shift happens. This is where the shakeout happens. That franchisee validation is critical. Um, and then another comment, there's no harm in being overly prepared. So by all accounts, this is not about panic. This is about preparation. And things may change tomorrow or six hours from now. We're going to keep discussing this as a community. Um, let's, Nick, if I could just transition now. So we, we talked about short term, right? Which is, we don't know how long, but it's bracing for impact. Intermediate, which in my account, I hope that it starts happening in quarter three, that we start to see a decline in infections or ones that really never materialize and escalate. <clears throat> Things coming back to normal and we have a V-shaped recovery, right? Intermediate though, and short term, right now, I think the best phrase I've heard, at least for a brand that's focused on the future, is to put scaffolding around your franchisees, reevaluate your legal obligations, uh, create buckets for success, whether brands that are, franchisees are working or not, leadership and redefining your brand, which by all accounts, and again, broker networks are 
telling me that there's signups all day. I literally got a text just now that someone wants to franchise their business. So again, there's positive elements. Um, Nick, before we go into longer term and leave intermediate, any, any other thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 say, I'll say a few things. One, uh, th this is a great opportunity to think back to, I don't know, say, say December, January, uh, before it felt like the reality of this was going to even, even get into our soil. And think about the challenges that you were facing as a business, whether that was labor, you can't get enough good uh, people to work at your organization, uh, whether that's, man, everything we try with franchise lead generation is not working, uh, partly because the, the buyers weren't buying because there wasn't enough shakiness, uh, whether that was uh, we're getting beat up on reviews on this product, wh whatever that may have been, uh, think back to that moment of the challenges that you went through. And in a moment like this, like this the threats and challenges get flipped around and they turn into opportunities that now you can go and push down the pedal. This will help guide you into the areas that you wanna push. If people, people's jobs are at risk, that means higher talent or better talent may become available. Uh, do the right thing this time. Uh, if, if you can remember back to 2008, remember the, the payments that you didn't make, uh, the vendors that you stiffed, uh, the situations where, where franchisees were closing doors and, and not happy uh, with the relationship. Think back to those pain points if you went through them, no matter in, in what type of business you were in, uh, and write those down as things that you don't want to go through again, that, that were painful for you. This is a time of reflection to help guide you into what the future is going to look like, no, no matter what, whether this thing goes away tomorrow or, or it takes a few months. That's something to think about. And then the, the other thing that I want to say before we move on um, is, th this is this is not politics it's not financial bandwidth it's like there, there's no buckets with with this thing and when there's an unknown that hits health financial and fear uh it, it is unknown so the the best communities are the ones that actually become a community and don't argue about who is right and who is wrong it's about having each other's backs um, and trying to present the best information uh, that will guide people forward. Uh, and, and nobody's an expert in this. None of us have gone through this. So, so be aware of that. Be self-aware that we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. We can guess all we want, but we just, we just don't know. And when you, when you put it into these three buckets, all this is is a framework for recovery uh, and eventual growth because there will be growth and there will be recovery that comes out of this. Um, well, I just think Nick, we need to be conscious as an organization and, and be on each other's teams uh, to, to set everybody else up for uh, the best success. Nick, and, but that's the best point too. We do know what's going to happen. We know, we don't know how long in duration. We know there's a recovery. We know that good franchisors are going to rise to the top in the recovery. We know this is a shakeout from a business standpoint. And we know there's even better levels of success ahead. We just don't know when. Um, before I go to the next segment, I just wanna throw out a couple of things based on comments. Um, couple of things, not even in any particular order. Moved our discovery day to a virtual day and had doubled the number of attendees. That makes complete sense, right? And that's gonna be part yeah. of the innovation. 
Um, another great comment. Um, and again, I have clients that have mobilized already and they're now delivering services for enrichment services online. And we've evaluated policies, for example, on what's the best way to, to move programs online. And my answer is make it reward franchisees or at the very least put the money in a brand development fund and let's charge up our brand development funds and our broker outreach and all of that. Um, you know, another great comment, I think, well, uh, Keith uh, Lefkoff, right? Will there be any SBA loan stimulus package for better terms? Keith, I think this is a critical, critical issue. I think the current package is completely inadequate. Um, and I'm hoping that uh, Congress will act shortly to really provide real working capital relief for small businesses. And then the last comment before I move on, and again, the most, this is another comment, the most important thing a franchisor can do now is support our franchisees, whatever it takes. Reduce royalties to current franchisees are more important than reducing initial franchise fees. As you said, validation later will depend on how we treat our franchisees today. This yep. is, um, I think, a big point. Your brand, your reflection of what your brand stands for and what you're about is that story is going to be told over the next four to five years based on how we all react to this current circumstance. So um, the, you know, the paradigm shift, the brand stories are shifting. Every brand story is now about value to franchisees and how we protected franchisees. And I think that's uh, first and foremost, I know everyone on this call, that's what they care about. Um, let's go into the next long-term, right? So- Charles, just, just, a, just a few quick points for anybody that's gonna jump off here uh, at the hour mark. Um, we will take all of the Q&A and chat and try to build it into um, content, both on our, on our Facebook uh, private page, as well as 1851franchise.com. Um, so we'll try to build that into um, more discussions in both of those places. Uh, I, I will continue to post content uh, as I see fit uh, on my LinkedIn. So feel free to connect with me if you want uh, some of that information. Um, but we're going to continue to spend all, all anybody in the franchise community is able to, to watch it. Um, and as we continue to go through on uh, Wednesday and Thursday of this week and deliver more uh, webinars and more content, which can, will definitely shift based on what happens in the next 24 hours, um, we will start talking about what next week looks like um, so that we can make sure that we're giving you guys content that, that matters. So um, feel free to, to leave comments on things that you need accomplished out of these webinars because part of what we're trying to do is give you the information that you need. Um, so just, just want to make that clear that this information will be available on 1851 Franchise too. Yeah, so Nick, and, and again, the Facebook community, but also tomorrow's webinar is gonna be about tactics for implementation. And a lot, of, uh, a lot of everyone on this, you know, there's many people that's on this webinar now that we'd like to uh, get input from and as we talk about tactics. Um, just getting into long-term, and, and, and again, we don't have to go too long into it because right now we're focused short-term intermediate but the operating system is we're gonna recover and grow. It becomes a remaining issue of leadership, brand, innovation, um, understanding that there will be a new franchising landscape. And from a legal standpoint, I think the paradigm shifting also. Uh, we need to have focus more on win-win relationships 
as opposed to franchise agreements that are, are sometimes less than win-win. Um, Nick, as we start wrapping up and, and, and focusing, any, what's your thoughts long-term? Uh, there will be long-term. Uh, it, it, no, ma no matter what, there's going to be long-term. Uh, there will be franchisors uh, that crash. Uh, there will be franchisors that barely hang on um, and get to recover. There are going to be franchisors that thrive. Uh, just like there will be franchisees in each of those categories, um, use this as an opportunity to right the ship. Uh, do your best. Uh, lean on others uh, for advice. Don't don't be afraid to say you're going through a rough time. What can you do? Uh, that's where good conversation with people from this industry, not not just on this call, uh, all all over the industry, uh, should be there to help here. Because we're going through a crisis of unknowns, uh, the blueprints being written uh, in real time. Um, so understand that there, there's going to be something that comes out of this uh, and, and be, be, be prepared for that. Uh, there will be long term, no matter what. Uh, this, this world, as far as, as far as we know, is going to uh, go on for another day uh, once we're past whatever craziness comes out of this. So, so what I, I'd like, you know, I, I know we're approaching the one hour, but, um, and again, one of the comments, uh, thanks, Gary, it's from Gary Miller, White House has just ordered. 50 billion SBA small business stimulus. Um, look, I, to me, it's clear um, once we get past the, the personal and health aspects of this, um, unfortunately, like every crisis, there's opportunity. There will be, I'm hopeful that Q4 is when we get into that long-term viewpoint and we exit all of this. Um, for everyone on this webinar, like as Nick said, we're gonna take all the questions uh, and we're gonna post them so you'll have access to all the questions and answers. Uh, people that are on this webinar who presented uh, questions that may conflict, uh, we're gonna reach out and also get your viewpoints to share. Tomorrow's webinar, this was about the problem and the framework for solving the problem. Tomorrow's about tactics, whether it's marketing, whether it's franchise broker relationships, whether it's uh, legislative outreach, whether it's actions, through the great leadership of the IFA, whether it's helping each other. So tomorrow's all about tactics. This was framing the issue, creating the framework for a response, uh, and tomorrow's about implementation. Friday, we set aside open Q&A, open community discussion. And again, we're gonna continue this on the uh, Franchise Growth Mastermind Facebook uh, group, uh, and, and we're gonna continue in our uh, webinars tomorrow and our discussions. Any final words, Nick? Uh, stay, stay strong, uh, absorb information, uh, talk to each other. Uh, we're going to get through this. Uh, we just got to, we got to, we got to buckle down for this, this next impact, uh, no matter how long it is, uh, get another side and, and do great things as businesses, just like we've always done uh, in this wonderful industry that we all represent. Yeah, guys, and, and again, um, for the people who are saying thank you on the chat, um, sincerely, I personally thank you. I know Nick does. I know our team does. Um, naturally, you know, we're all in this together, and so let's just keep the conversations going. I know we're going to be good through this, but, but again, I very much appreciate 
the outreach everyone has uh, made toward this uh, community discussion and all the comments. And, and please, let's keep helping each other out. Thank you, everyone. See you tomorrow.